Philippians chapter 3. Turn over there with me if you would. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do here, but we're going to try to do something. I actually, uh, I actually do have a, a message there on the iPad that I brought, but I don't think that's what God has for us right now. So we're going to look at something to see if I, I just ask God, make this work. Make it work, would you? Would you make it work? I'm hoping he does. I'm really, really hoping that he does. Philippians chapter 3, <clears throat> excuse me, verse number 13. Familiar portion of scripture for anybody that's read their Bible. Philippians 3, verse 13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let's pray and we'll get right with it. Father, it's already been a blessing, such a blessing to be here, such a blessing to hear how you've worked in people's hearts and lives. Thank you for the ones that were saved. Thank you for the ones that were convicted to the point that they repented of their sin that you help them to change direction in their life. And I know that you have something special for each of them. And there's others that did not give testimony. Lord, you've worked in their heart. You've worked in their life. Uh, There's others that did not give testimony and you tried to work. And Lord, I I don't know what you're trying to accomplish here tonight. I I thank you, Lord, for saving Shelby. Uh, Even during testimony service, blesses my heart so much the way that you work. But Lord, we need your help now, and I just pray that you would uh, that you would that you would put this together, that you would help me to preach. Uh, Lord, give me divine direction. God, may every step I pray, please, and thank you for your goodness in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for standing. Please do be seated. Oh, by the way, we had a young lady saved after service this morning. God's still working. He's still on the throne. Very, very thankful for all that he's doing here. The Apostle Paul was probably one of the greatest Christians that ever walked the face of the earth. Just a tremendous, tremendous man of God that God used to write the biggest part of the New Testament. <clears throat> of course, we know before he was Paul, he was Saul. And as Saul, he uh, persecuted Christians. Uh, He killed Christians, had them killed. He threw them in jail. He tore churches apart. He did everything he could to stop the cause of Christ until he met the Lord Jesus Christ that day on the road to Damascus. And uh, it changed his life because when you meet the Lord Jesus Christ and come to know him, it's life-changing. Absolutely so. And he'd been through a lot. I I love reading his account in the book of Romans chapter 7 where he talks about, man, all those things I wished I was doing, I'm not. And all those things I shouldn't be doing, I'm doing. Come on, come on. One of the best Christians ever lived. He he faces the same struggle you and I do along the way. Along the way. And and I'm I'm thankful for that. I truly am thankful for that. But uh, as he pushed forward in his Christian life, he realized that there were some things that... uh, He's going to have to let loose of. There's some things that he could not, he could no longer hold on to. That that he was going to have to forget those things which had been done. Now you think about this for just a second. Uh, He had persecuted Christians. He had torn churches apart. 
he had, he had uh, uh, killed Christians or had them killed along the way. So he had a lot of weight to carry. But he said, uh, man, oh man, God's changed my life so much. I want to leave all that stuff behind and begin to move forward. <clears throat> I can't even begin to imagine, really, the load that he, uh, the load that he had to leave behind. And the things that he had to deal with each night as he went to God in prayer. Can you imagine? I mean, I, I don't know how you're haunted by your past sins. I know some of my past sins, even from decades ago, continue to deal with me. I guess that's why I preach so hard against sin. Because I know if we don't do it, then we don't have to deal with it later. And, and I know that I, I, I can't even begin to imagine uh, how he decided that he was going to let go of of persecuting churches and he was going to let go of, of killing Christians and he was going to let go of being the horrible person he was and he was going to press forward. He wasn't going to look back. He was going to pick up some good things, do the things that God wanted him to do, continue to move forward. I really can't begin to imagine the struggle that he had for getting those things which are behind and pressing forth into those things which are before, trying to live the life that God wanted him to live. No, come on, come on. We get saved by the grace of God. We haven't killed a bunch of Christians. We haven't torn up churches. We haven't done near what he did along the way. But we still do have a past, don't we? But we don't have a past like that. And, and he was determined that he was going to forget those things which were behind so he could press forward. If we are always dwelling on the past, we'll never get anywhere with God. And it really doesn't matter. No, no, it really doesn't matter how bad your past has been. I know my past was terrible. Yours probably wasn't as bad as mine was. But whatever the past was, we have to let it go. We have to leave it behind. We have to determine that we are going to keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. And we have to determine that when we make choices to get rid of the past and leave that past behind, that we're going to leave it behind. No, no. Year after year of camp now, uh, 14 years of pastoring in this church and going to youth camp uh, each year, year after year, and watching young people make decisions to the glory of God, and watching the ones that went ahead and uh, carried through their decisions and continue to press forward, and watching how God has blessed them and helped them and used them and continues to use them. And then I think about the ones that, along the way that made decisions, but they decided that it wasn't that important or they decided that, that what they were going to, what they had left behind what they had left behind was more important <clears throat> cell phones computers pornography drugs alcohol friends so-called friends going to leave this stuff behind Man, I'm going along with the Lord. Got me some good stuff. Bible reading. Man, I'm going to do that. Daily prayer life. That's a wonderful thing. I'm going to be in church every time the doors open. You can bet on it. I I'm so sick of all those things. And all I want to do is leave them behind. No, no, I'm talking somewhere at an altar. Somebody makes decisions like this. They're making decisions like this because God has spoken to their heart. And God wants them to hold on to those things. Not just for the time they're at camp. Not just for the time they're at camp, but after they come back home and for the rest of their life. Yeah. 
No, no, when we make decisions like that, it's not supposed to be just, well, I just got wrapped up in the the emotions of things. No, God works, His Holy Spirit works, and He convicts very deeply, and He's the one that drives us to an altar, and He's the one that moves us to confess our sin, and He is the one that wants us to repent and even causes us to repent. I don't want that anymore. I'm going to leave all those things behind and I'm going to pick up the things and I'm going to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's what I'm going to do. But too many times and so many times, it doesn't take any time at all before that's all forgotten. I've been home for two days and mercy sakes alive. Man, I said I was going to, I said, and this Bible reading stuff, that's going to be hard. That's going to be hard. And I'll try to do that. But I tell you, I, 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 miss, I miss my cell phone. I know I said I really didn't need to be with it because of all the things that I've been looking at on it. It's not good. But I really miss my cell phone. And, and I know I shouldn't have these friends anymore. I know I shouldn't have these friends anymore. But... Uh, but what am I going to do? Make friends with a bunch of Christian people that don't want to do, you know, all the bad stuff that I've been, what am I supposed to do? Just leave all this behind and decide that I'm going to be in church and decide that I'm going to read my Bible and decide that I'm going to pray and stuff like that. That's just so boring compared to these things and the movies I've been watching and the things I've been saying and the places I've been going. Heavens to Betsy, look at all this stuff that I could be doing if I wasn't so sold out to do all that stuff that's so boring and stuff that doesn't seem to be, really doesn't seem to matter right now in my life because, hey, I've got a lot of life to live. You know, it's not like I'm old like Pastor Marshall, I've got a lot of life to live and I can, I can indulge in some of these things that are so great for right now and, and I can catch up with that stuff later. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you hold on to this too long, you may never get back to this. It's just a fact. It's an absolute fact. And there's some of you that made decisions at camp but, and you came down the mountain and now you don't want to talk about it and you don't want to think about it and you don't want to testify about it and you really don't care. You really don't care. You're just going to do what you want to do. Man, oh man, I was up there and I probably shouldn't even open my mouth about those things that I've been doing because now somebody knows about it. You know, and I don't know. It's just so hard to give all that stuff up. I'm telling you, if you devote yourself to the good stuff that God has for you, that stuff becomes like garbage. Because that's all it is. It's just garbage that will slowly destroy your life. Well, I've been doing this for a while and it hasn't hurt me. Oh, it's hurt you more than you know. It has. And it's not getting any better. Well, you know, preacher, I did, you know, I confessed it, you know, and the Bible does say, you know, if you confess your sins, that God forgives you of sin. I'm thankful for that. But what he means is that we would uh, leave it there. Oh, no, 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 don't you do it. You look up here. That we would leave it there where we decided we were going to leave it at that time. That we wouldn't go back and pick up the garbage all over again. That we would press toward the mark for the prize of 
uh, the, the price of, 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 of Christ. I, I, I'm telling you, if we will decide, I mean really decide, that those friends aren't important, that phone's not important, drinking's not important, drugs aren't important, pornography's not important, watching those things is not important, listening to those things is not important, having those so-called friends is not important. If we would get to that point and make a decision, I ain't going back, it could change your life completely. But you have to decide you're not going to go back and pick it up. Pick it up. You're now at an altar and you're broken. Lord, I, don't, I know I shouldn't be doing this. And I know I shouldn't be doing that. And I know I shouldn't be looking at that. And I know I shouldn't be running with them. And I know I shouldn't be smoking that. And I know I shouldn't be vaping that. And I know I shouldn't be listening to that. And I know that I should not have, I should not have those thoughts, those wicked thoughts in my mind all the time. And Lord, I'm so sorry. And I need some help. And Lord, I just want you to do something my life and you make no 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 you pray like that but then you want to go back and start picking these things up over over again no no God's not going to stop you no I said God's not going to stop you and you can go ahead and pick it up and all the trash you want to pick up and all the stuff you want to put back in your bosom I'm telling you God will allow you to do that but it's not going to benefit you anything you were doing a lot better when you were broken at the altar I said you were doing a lot better when you were broken at the altar making those decisions. I'm tired of that life. I'm tired of living that way. And I am telling you, it's only God that moved you to that place. And what you need to do is you need to carry on with that. And you need to leave the trash behind. And you need to pick up what is good and right and hold it tight into your hand. And you need to go to someone, you know, like your pastor or your assistant pastor to your youth pastor. You need to go to your parents and you need to talk to them. And you need to tell them, Mom, Dad, I've been into some things a lot deeper than you even know about. And I've been doing some things that I'm really ashamed of. And I'm telling you, I need your help along the way. I need you to tell me that I can't be with this person. And I can't go over here. And I can't run like that anymore. And I don't need these things in my life, in my, in my room anymore. I'm telling you, do real well when you decide that you're going to live for God and leave the junk where it belongs and pick up what is good and press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus. You're going to do a lot better. You're going to do a whole lot better. I'm telling you, you'd do a lot better if you just get rid of all those video games you have. Well, that went over good, I could tell. Some of you don't need a cell phone, and you know it. Some of you don't need a computer, and you know it. There's some things that you don't need in your life. You know you don't need in your life because they drag you away from God, but you won't do anything about it. You just go back, pick them up again, and pick them up again, and pick them up again, and pick them up again. Well, I know I made that commitment to God at at camp, but you know, you know, Pastor, we're just, you know, we're just, you know, we're just weak. I know, but God is strong. And he can help you. Brethren, I count myself, not myself to have apprehended. I've not made it yet. Me neither, Paul. I've not made it yet. Not at all. 
But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Forget about that stuff. How come Paul wasn't helping me? It was running, it was running my life. It was destroying me. It, it, it made me into something I didn't want to be. You know, it worked in my life in such a way that I was, I was so sick of myself. And, and I, I knew I shouldn't be like that. And, and so I, I need to, you know, I need, I need to just forget those things which are behind. Well, what are you going to do, Paul? I'm going to reach forth. I'm going to reach forth. No, I'm going to forget this stuff. I'm going to forget it. I'm going to forget it. Well, Paul, won't that be hard? Yeah. Yeah, because these things, man, they flood my mind. And yeah, it'll be hard, but I just need to forget all about that. I need to just leave it where, 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 where it lays. I don't need to be touching that anymore. I need to be reaching forth under those things which are before me. Oh, things like what, Paul? Well, every, everything that's good that God has put before me. You know, if we just follow Him, if we just listen to Him, no, if we just yield to Him, if we just do the things that He wants us to do, and if we stop doing those things that He doesn't want us to do anymore, I mean, it's really amazing the way He works in our heart, works in our life. I mean, getting to a point where we realize that things are really are bad, and, and we can do a lot better than that if we just follow Him. I'm telling you, it's a wonderful thing when we just reach, reach, reach for those things which are before us. Those things that God put, put, put before us. <clears throat> well, what are you going to do, Paul? I'm going to press toward the mark. I'm going to press toward the mark. For the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. The prize, yes. The prize of what? The high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Well, what's that all about? It's about living for Jesus. <laughs> it, 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 it's about gaining something I can't gain by myself. Okay, I'm going to say that again. It's about gaining something I can't gain by myself. I need to keep pushing forward. But as I'm walking with him, and as I'm going the direction that he has put me, I'm telling you, no, no, I'm telling you, these things that I have picked up, they'll satisfy. I don't need the multitude of things I left behind. Not at all. Because as I press forward, God satisfies. God fulfills. God makes me content. God helps me. God guides me. God, God is there with me all the time. As I forget about those things and plant my eyes on Him and move the direction He would have me to move, my life becomes a different story. Some of you made good decisions at camp. Some of you just, hopefully you adults made good decisions at camp. <clears throat> last week but tomorrow's another day and then Tuesday will show up and before you know it Friday, next Friday will be here and we're supposed to still be pressing toward, oh no no we're not supposed to be turning around and then August will be here and September will be here in October will be here. And we're not supposed to be looking back and picking up all that garbage that we said that we're not going to be doing anymore that isn't helping us one bit. We're not supposed to be looking back. We're supposed to be pressing toward the mark for the prize of the... No, 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 no. Look, God has a plan for your life. He has a plan. And if your life right now just involves a bunch of sin to be satisfied, that's not God's plan. <clears throat> and until you can let go... And leave those things behind. Music. Such a big one. Music. I'm going to have to say it again. Music. It's such a big one. 
be careful what you listen to, music, so many things, until you decide that you can just leave those behind. Well, Brother Marshall, I don't, you know, I don't know, you know, about my cell phone because, you know, I mean, you need a cell phone. Well, it's fine. It's okay. I mean, you have, a, have trouble with your cell phone, get a flip phone. Yeah. Or, 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 no, no, you young people that have a, mm, you young people that have a smartphone, you ought to have some type of program on there where your parents can see everything you do and know everywhere you go. Well, I'm making friends here, ain't I? Yeah. Yeah. But it's the truth. I said, it's the truth. I said, it'll keep you out of trouble. You, you parents ought to be parent enough that you pick up your kid's phone every once in a while and you go through it. And if they don't want you to look at it, you really need to go through it. You need to go through all the, all the music programs. And you need to, no, no, you need to open up all those apps because now they have app things that hide the bad apps that make it look like good apps. I mean, no, no, that wickedness has gone that far. You could help your kids to uh, leave that stuff behind if you would really put out the effort. Well, I know, but you know, when I do stuff like that, little Johnny, little Susie, they just get so upset. So what? Well, that didn't go real good either, man. Maybe this isn't the message I'm supposed to preach tonight. So what? You're supposed to parent them. You are supposed to guide them in the way that God would have them to go. You're not their enemy if you're trying to keep sin out of their life. God has a plan. You made some decisions while you were at camp. How many have you already picked up? No, how many have you already failed at? Well, I know I said that I really I don't need this. I may leave that there. But, you know, I'm in control. I'm in control, and this ain't going to hurt me real bad. And I may keep my eye on that one because... I may need that one later. I, I can handle this, preacher. <clears throat> no, you can't. No, you can't. It'll get, it'll get bigger than you are. It'll get bigger than you are. And it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you. Leave it behind. Pick up the good stuff. Stay close to God. I'm telling you, the things that God wants for you, they'll never hurt you. I'll say it again. The things that God wants for you, they'll never hurt you. They'll never hurt you. They'll never hurt you. They will help you. Well, I know, but it's not as much fun as, whoa, whoa, whoa. Even the Bible says there's pleasure in sin for a season. I said, even the Bible says there's pleasure in sin for a season. I'm trying to quit, Brother Cole, but I was a junkie for 10 years. I was a junkie for 10 years. I remember when I first smoked pot, not proud of any of this. I remember when I first smoked pot, and I thought, mercy sakes, I wouldn't ever do anything any stronger than this until I took some pills. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's like, man, I wouldn't do anything any 
any stronger than this until I snorted some stuff. Mercy, I'm telling you, I wouldn't ever use the needle until I used the needle. You know who helped me use the needle? One of the best friends I had in junior high school. Come on now. Come on. Oh, yeah, those good friends. Yeah. Guess who didn't bail me out of jail when I went there for being all strung out and everything? Them good friends. They weren't around anymore. They didn't help me. Oh, no, no. You think you can dabble in sin, but you can't dabble in sin. It's a lot stronger than you think it is. Just leave it behind. If, if pornography, if, if you can't handle pornography, get rid of your, get rid of your, get, get rid of anything that you can pick up pornography on. <clears throat> It's destroying so many people. It's destroying so many marriages, so many relationships. Just get rid of it. Just get rid of it. Just get rid of it. If music, the music you listen to, wants you to do anything that's unchristlike, get rid of it. If you're watching movies and stuff that you know you shouldn't be watching, get rid of it. Preacher, I made some good decisions at camp. Hallelujah. And I, I am thrilled to death for every good decision that was made at camp. And I mean that as sincerely as I can say it, Brother Mason. I'm thankful for every decision that, that, that anybody, adults and young people alike, made at camp. I'm thankful for that. <clears throat> but you need to hold on to them. And all those things that you're saying, oh, I really need help with this, and I need to, I know I don't need to do this anymore and that anymore. Well, then just leave it behind and move on. Quit going back and picking it up. You know what the Bible says about that? No, look at me, and I'm done. I'm done. I'm right done. You know what the Bible says about that? God says it's like a dog that returns to his vomit. No, no, that's what God says. Don't go to sleep on me. That's what God says. So you dump that stuff off, and then when you turn back to go to it again, God says it's like a dog that returns to his vomit. That right there should just make you not want to go back and pick it up again. Just that. God has a plan for you. I'm thankful for every testimony, every good decision that's been made. So go ahead and do those things. Get rid of those things that God told you to get rid of. Go ahead and pick up those good things. Those good things that God told you to pick up. Well, Brother Marshall, you just talked about, you know, you talked about Bible reading and you talked about church attendance and you talked about prayer. I mean, that's just three things. Look at all the things I had to give up. So, uh, you know, three things. Good grief. No, 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 no. I'm I'm right it down. How many times I said that? Doesn't matter. Right there. <clears throat> here's the thing. No, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You hold on to those th- three things. I mean, passionately, really seeking after God and doing what God wants you to do. Be in church every time the doors open. Sunday school's at 9.30 sharp. Be in Sunday school, be in Sunday morning, Sunday night service, Wednesday night services, special services as we have them. Read your Bible every day. Pray every day. No, no, have a passionate prayer life where you really talk to God. 
No, no, where you really talk to God. Well, when we're up on the mountain, we're so much closer to Him. No, you're not. God's right here with us now. No, no, don't even start with stuff like that. You hold on to those three things and you start doing those things. And guess what? God's a multiplier. No, no, He's a multiplier. And things that you never even thought of that would be good for your life, they just start coming up. Man alive. I mean, blessing after a blessing. Surprise after surprise. Can you believe God's doing that? Can you believe God's doing this? Can you believe God is doing that? This is amazing, and that's amazing. And God is blessing me here, and God is blessing me there. And look at all these things that God is doing in my life, and this is just amazing. Well, how come is He doing that? Man, I just started reading my Bible every day, and really praying every day, and going to church when the doors are open. And, and then God started dealing with me about this, and dealing with me about that. And as I gave into that, He blessed me more, and blessed me more, and blessed me more, and blessed me more. And those three things turned into a multitude of things that I can't even begin to describe because that's our God that's him that's him no no he gives us simple things to do because no no listen to me look up here because anybody can do those things it's not like you need special talent to do those things he gives you simple things to do That if you'll just do those things. Well, preacher, sometimes it gets monotonous. I understand. Preacher, I'm telling you, you know, with kids and everything, sometimes it's just kids get sick and it's hard. I understand. No, I understand. I do. I do. We raised our kids in church. We did. We went through all that. I worked a job. No, really, I had a job before I got this cush job I have now. I I had a real job one time. (laughs) Where I really had to work. I mean, it was an amazing thing. I, I worked. I worked. I know, I know you don't believe, but I did. I worked. I worked. We raised our kids. We were in church. We just kept trying to do what God wanted us to do. And now we're so blessed, I can't even hardly believe it. Sure is good to have Miss Pam in service. Yeah. We're so blessed we could talk about it all night and not be able to talk about all the ways we've been blessed. Go ahead and say amen, honey. I know you need to. What I need to do, preacher, forget those things. Give them up. Don't pick them up again. Press toward the mark. Well, there's going to be battles, right? And there's still going to be hard times, preacher, right? But the one that you're walking with going that way is going to help you a lot more than the ones you left behind. Do what God wants you to do. And if you've already reneged on some of the things you said that you were going to do when you were at camp, or maybe decisions that you've made in the past right here at the church, if you've, already get, if, you've already just, if you've already given up on some of that stuff, I want to encourage you to come tonight and renew it. And decide this. I'm going to forget about all that junk. Because it's not getting me anywhere. It's just causing me heartache and pain. I'm losing sleep over it. It's not helping me at all. I believe I'll go ahead and press this way. And whatever I have to face to do it, 
I'll face it. I'll trust God. I'll depend on Him. I'll watch Him work in my life like nobody else can work. I'm telling you, God can do amazing things as we press toward the mark. But we have to be determined to leave the past behind. You can't hold on to the past and move into the future. It doesn't work. Never has, and it never will. Let's stand. Stand with me. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the testimonies, and we thank you for your word. We thank you for your precious spirit that deals with us. I'm thankful for folks of this church, young and old alike. I want the best for them because I know that's what you want for them. And I know that they have to make the decision. They have to choose, even as I preach this morning, they have to choose what path they're going to be on. I pray, Lord, that they would choose to stay on the path they're on right now if they've made a choice, that good choice. I pray if they haven't made that choice, that they would come and make it. Young and old alike. Moms and dads. Grandmas and grandpas. Sisters and brothers. Aunts and uncles. Just young and old alike. Help us to be everything you would have us to be. Help us to press toward the mark. To leave the past behind. We pray and thank you for your goodness. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Piano's going to play. Some have come to the altar. You need to come and you know you do. Why, why, are you, why are you still standing there? <clears throat>